There is a third Thursday this month, and that happens to be today, October 15th, 2020. I'm Sean Tubbs, and this is the Charlottesville Community Engagement Newsletter and Newscast. Today's installment, as well as all the other installments, is made possible by contributions from readers and listeners, either through purchasing a subscription to this newsletter or setting up a monthly donation through Patreon. All of it goes to making sure I can continue keeping an eye on things for the foreseeable future. About 10% of you are doing so far, and I thank you for that. There are another 1,331 new cases of COVID-19 reported today by the Virginia Department of Health, and the 7-day percent positive rate for PCR tests has increased slightly to 4.7%, up from 4.6% yesterday. The total number of new cases over two weeks per 100,000 population is now at 166.9%. In the Blue Ridge Health District, there are another 25 cases reported today, with one from Fluvanna, two from Nelson, three from Green, five from Louisa, five from Albemarle, and nine from Charlottesville. Louisa County is seeing its sharpest rise in cases to date, with 11 new cases reported on October 12th. The seven-day average for positive PCR tests in the district is at 3.4% today. The University of Virginia's COVID-19 tracker reports 105 active cases as of yesterday among its population, with 80 of them students. Since August 17th, UVA has tracked 1,000 cases, with 893 of them students. As UVA is not its own separate health district, those numbers show up officially in counts for the localities in the Blue Ridge Health District. On August 17th, Albemarle reported 913 cases and Charlottesville reported 560. As of today, almost two months later, Albemarle has added 539 cases for a total of 1,452, and Charlottesville has added 921 cases for a total of 1,481. A Charlottesville committee charged with advising the school board on the eventual transition to in-person instruction is recommending that virtual learning continue through the end of the calendar year. The second nine-week academic period begins on November 9th, and the COVID-19 Advisory Committee recommends waiting until January to begin a phased approach to in-person education. The committee is recommending that pre-K through 6th grade students have the option of returning to school four days a week beginning on either January 11th or January 19th. If demand is high, this could be switched to a two-day hybrid model instead. The group recommends that 7th grade through 12th grade could begin in-person instruction two days a week beginning on February 1st. The email sent to parents includes a question about why the committee recommends waiting. The statement from Superintendent Rosa Atkins states that much of the committee's conversations have focused on Charlottesville's data, including the higher-than-recommend due case counts that are presently two times higher than the CDC's threshold for highest risk. Also, the beginning of flu season is about to happen and could have an impact, as well as travel during the Thanksgiving and winter breaks. The information is just a recommendation and is not intended to be construed as a plan. The Albemarle School Board voted 4-3 to last week to have kindergarten through third grade students resume in-person education two days a week on a hybrid model. Today in meetings, the Natural Heritage Committee meets at 5 p.m. and the 5th and Avon Community Advisory Committee meets at 7 p.m. Both are virtual meetings. The latter got a briefing on the creation of an affordable housing policy in Charlottesville. 
The Board of Supervisors were briefed on the status of the draft plan last weekend. One of the most confusing aspects related to the cost of housing is the federal definition of the word affordable, which for any given area is tied to a statistic known as the Area Median Income, or AMI. Stacy Pethia is the county's housing coordinator, and she said about a fifth of the county's household struggle to afford where they live. Um, the current policy focuses primarily on affordable housing, and it defines affordable housing as safe, decent housing where housing costs do not exceed 30% of the gross household income. Albemarle is an affluent area, statistically, and has a median annual income of 93900 according to data on Virginia Housing. That's the new name for the Virginia Housing and Development Authority. This means that price restrictions allowed through voucher programs and designated affordable housing proffers are much higher than people might expect. In this soundbite, you'll hear an exasperated gasp from Supervisor Ann Malik. Um, and for reference, the current fair market rent for a two-bedroom unit is $1,262 per month, and the maximum affordable sales price for Albemarle County is set at $243,750. Oh my God. The new housing policy is intended to find ways to encourage development of more housing within Albemarle, based on the idea that more supply will lead to lower prices. The draft policy has 12 policy objectives and 39 strategies to achieve them as the area population continues to rise. According to the Weldon Cooper Center population estimates, Albemarle County's population is expected to increase by about 26% by the year 2040. To accommodate this growth, Albemarle County will need to add 11,750 housing units to our current stock over the next 20 years. The 5th and Avon area of Albemarle is home to several future developments, including the redeveloped Southwood Mobile Home Park, the Albemarle Business Campus, and Spring Hill Village. The CAC will also get an update on Southwood this evening. In Charlottesville, the Human Rights Commission meeting begins at 6.30 p.m. tonight. And that's it for this installment of the Charlottesville Community Engagement Newscast for October 15th, 2020. I'm Sean Tubbs, and if you enjoyed this program, please send it on to a friend. Thank you for listening today, and we'll be back tomorrow with another installment. <laughs>